Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. Thrilled that you can listen in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. We're going to look at the matter of the heart a little bit uh, in this episode. What resides in your heart will eventually be seen by all around you. Most of us have probably come across, know personally well, a couple who just are in such love with each other. And sometimes they're older. And I can think of a couple that I pastored years ago. And his name was Earl. Earl and Betty. And Earl just loved Betty. I mean... Everywhere you went, you could see Earl was just there, loving on her, taking care of her the best that he could, his sweet speech, holding hands. He demonstrated. His love in his heart for his wife was demonstrated. Today, I wanted to examine the idea of your heart concerning your love for God. As your pastor, my love for God is still growing and for each other and for the church. I haven't reached the depth that it can go. I I never will on this earth do that. I know we have uh, newer Christians or younger Christians in our church and they're just finding out about the Lord and our Heavenly Father. It's pretty exciting. Then there's folks in our church who've been saved longer than maybe I've been alive. Uh, we have a wide scope of believers in our church, which is great. I'm very thankful for that. Uh, but we all need to be seeing our love for the Lord grow, and we need to demonstrate it. So I'm going to ter- turn to 1 Samuel 14, and I'm going to read for you a few verses. And uh, I think it will be an encouragement to you. So 1 Samuel 14, verse number 1. Now it came to pass... Upon day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said unto young man that bare his armor, Come, and let us go over to the Philistines' garrison. That's on the other side. But he told not his father. Now down verse number 6. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no constraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor-bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee. Behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. The idea of the matter of the heart, uh, you know, if we love the Lord, uh, if we love the way we should, we'll be in the right place. This young man was in his place. We don't know his name. We don't know how he became Jonathan's armor-bearer. Uh, but it's safe to assume he was do- he got there because he was worthy of it. And he definitely did love Jonathan He, in the sense of, I love the king's son. I love the one that I am to serve. Jonathan could not have chosen a slacker to be his assistant. Jonathan was a man of action himself. He would have been very much for having an assistant who had the same kind of of mindset. So this young man was in the right place. And we'll see a little later that he trusts the Lord as well, but he was in the right place. Uh, where are you today? Are you in the right place? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Now this is the first order of business that you need to take care of. You need to turn to the Lord. He will not reject you. 
If you have never accepted Christ as Savior, he will not turn you away. He will happily accept you in his family because he loves you. And he does desires that you love him. Now, I believe most that are listening today are saved. Are you in the right place? Are you involved with the church? The church is God's plan. It's his design. We need to be part of the local church. Now, I understand we're living in a pandemic situation, and uh, we need to be careful. Uh, I understand, especially for our seniors and those with uh, health issues. I'm, I'm one of them. Uh, I have to be careful uh, just because we're high risk. Uh, so I understand those things, but at the same time, Hebrews 10.25 says, For the sake, not the assembling of yourselves together, as a manner of some is. So, yes, we need to protect ourselves. So glad that we have church online. We have this conduit right here, our podcast. That is wonderful. Uh, but we need to be part of a local church. We need to be assembling together. It's the right place to be. I've seen so many times folks get away from attending church and then they go down so many other bad decisions. Uh, so church needs to be continuously a part of our life. That's the right place. Uh, you may have heard or seen on a movie or whatever uh, as uh, uh, the whistle being blown on the ship. Uh, the, the, when the whistle, whistle blew, the sailors need to get on board the ship. I actually saw this take place as a child uh, in Newfoundland uh, next to the harbor and things. It might not have been a whistle in the hand. Uh, it might have been a whistle on the smokestack or whatever. Uh, the reason the whistle was was wrong or you know, brought forth, broadcast, was that all hands could hear. And, and all hands need to get down the deck. Uh, listen, we're all in this thing together. I understand that that's a motto uh, that we've heard during this uh, COVID thing. Listen, all of us in together in a church has been going on for thousands of years. We need to be serving Jesus Christ in the local church. That is the right place for you and for me as individual believers. We, If we miss that, boy, we miss so much in our lives if we miss church. Yeah, we need to have the right attitude. Not only are we need to be in the right place, we need to have the right attitude. Verse number 6, Jonathan uh, tells his armor bearer, you know, let's go up to these uncircumcised. This is the Philistines he's talking about. And let, like the Lord's going to help us if it's by many or by few. Now, I don't know about you, uh, but the armor bearer's answer is absolutely encouraging. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee. Behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Jonathan tells his armor bearer, okay, young fella, we're going to go attack them Philistines. The Lord's with us. And it doesn't matter if they have 200 or 22 or 2,000. We're going to go over there. Now, I thought about this, and um, I was thinking about at least three possible responses that a lot of us would have. The first one is mocking. Like, Jonathan, are you serious? Are you crazy? Did you hit your head before we left camp this morning? Like, this this is a really crazy plan. It's all mocking response. Another one is sarcasm. Boy, we live in the day of sarcasm. Uh, 
Yeah, sure, Jonathan. Yeah, right on. I'm sure that will happen. That that definitely could have been an answer. And then doubt. But doubt's another one that I thought about. Jonathan, are you sure? Did the Lord tell you to do this? Do you know that there's a lot of Philistines? We don't even know how many Philistines. We aren't even doing this the right way militarily. We need to get reconnaissance. We need to know what's there. We need to know what we're up against. Like, come on, Jonathan. You're not being a very... No. There's lots of things that could have said been said. The armor bearer listens to Jonathan. And he says, I'm with you. Let's go get this thing done. Man. That is an amazing attitude. And we need to have that same attitude in our church life. We need to have that same attitude in our Christian walk. It's not hard to observe attitudes, is it? I mean, attitudes are quickly seen. I mean, how many times have you heard or maybe you have said as a parent or even as someone who's watching children, you need to adjust your attitude because it shows. Uh, some, Some come to church... Because they fear what their family or friends will say. That's a horrible reason, a motivation to come to church. Uh, but they don't really want to be there. I mean, I'm speaking now after 20 years uh, of being in the pastorate. I've seen lots of people come in because this is what's being forced. Others uh, demonstrate an attitude of, I'm just punching the clock here. Uh, this is just something else. I don't mind doing this, but it's I'm punching the clock. I need to get another service in. Click, click. I'm in. Folks, I don't want the children of our church or anybody's church to develop those attitudes. I want the children, the teenagers, the young adults, I want all of them to come to church because they love the Lord. I want our adults to come to church because they love the Lord. I want them to develop such a love for the Lord and for the church that nothing in the world is going to keep them from serving Jesus Christ. Again, I know right now with the pandemic, we can't do as much as we usually do and I know our crowd size is uh, uh, set back a bit and things, but the reality is that as individual believers, we need to have that desire to serve Jesus Christ. I'm so glad. I I am so glad my parents instilled that attitude in my life. Oh, yes, there was times as a young person I didn't want to go to church. Yes, yes, yes. I think that is an experience that we all have. But I'm so glad that my parents said, well, that's too bad. You don't want to go to church today, bub. You're still going. We're going to church today. And my parents' philosophy towards church, whenever the doors are open, we're going to be there, is a wonderful philosophy that no matter the culture, no matter the decade or the century we live in, needs to be one for all believers, for all families. That we need to want to serve the Lord. And the reality is, that comes from a heart that loves the Lord. We love the Lord, we want to be there and show Him and serve Him and go forward with Him. So next podcast, we'll continue uh, with the matter of the heart. I hope it's been encouragement. Thank you for joining. Uh, Keep exploring the Word and looking to Jesus.